Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. The 50-burger in a play-in for Jason Tatum. And how about the Celtics? Did we underestimate them? At least they move on, and they will now play the Brooklyn Nets. At least we know that matchup as the NBA play-in tournament began yesterday. I don't know if it began with the uh, anticipated with, with the excitement we were hoping for. The first game was over in the first quarter. It, well, when Indy dropped 70 points in the first half, I'm like, wow, okay. Charlotte, are you going to play? Are you going to come to the gym to actually compete? Apparently not. Wow. I mean, that that yeah, that said a lot. And then you have the Wizards and the Celtics, the later game, and it was it was competitive at halftime, although that first half didn't feel good about like it just didn't feel like what we were hoping for. The play-in was that, you know, it's an elimination game. There's desperation. You'll see all kinds of, uh, you know, great performances. You saw Tatum go off in the third quarter. It goes for 50, and as Evan puts uh, in the notes, it's the most points ever in a play-in game. 23 points in the third quarter. <laughs> which, yeah. Most which, points which, ever which, of course, in a play-in game. There, there's such a long a few days list of great history games of it. to compete against. But, but still, like, it, it did it I, – I think it almost puts a lot more pressure on tonight. Lakers Warriors and makes you feel like you know let's hope that that lives up because yesterday let's be honest it didn't live up but Tatum did have a great performance and in that the Celtics move on as I mentioned and play the Nets when I when you see Tatum go for 50 and you know it's Celtics history it is postseason I wouldn't call it playoff but it's postseason you understand what what he does in in the rankings of Celtic history is is pretty impressive stuff but I'm just curious as we watched him and we think of the type of season the Celtics have had, how do we view Tatum at this point in his career as a star player, but is he everything that the Celtics need to get to that level that we've been waiting for them to get to with talents like him and Jalen Brown, who obviously is hurt? You watch him last night. Is he just a great player? Is he a great young player? Is he a superstar that can carry a franchise? Where is he, Jay? He's a budding superstar. He, he's in between a star and a superstar, in my opinion. I, he's going to be an MVP of the league one day. I, I've been saying this. I, I think he has top five talent. Is his play translating there every single night? No, not yet. But I, I, I do want to say that this has been an interesting year for him having COVID, how he's bounced back from COVID. And I, this feels like this is Jason Tatum's team. This is his team. Think about when he first came into the league, he had Kyrie. And all the issues that happened with Kyrie, obviously there's a lot of love there. Him and Kyrie have a special relationship. Kyrie goes. A lot of early success. I think this is kind of like the first bump in the road that Jason Tatum has experienced with the Boston Celtics, with it being his team, with all the pressure. And I think that that takes a minute to own that space, to say, this is my team. Each and every day, I'm bringing that mentality to be that guy to take this team to the next level. Because between him and Jalen Brown, those are the cornerstones of the future of your organization. And it does start with the most prolific score. Now, J- Jalen Brown is a key because he's great defensively. Mm-hmm. But Jason Tatum is the rocket that can catapult this team to a different degree. Okay, he's 23 years old, so he's still very young. Yeah, I, and, and when you're young, you try to find your way over time. I think the inconsistent play, not just with him, but as them as a whole has certainly factored in the way people may view the Boston Celtics, in particular him, because of where he was drafted, who he is, Mm -hmm. all of the sort of things, you know, uh, passing on uh, Markel Fultz and getting him, which is the right thing to do, obviously. But when you start to look at all that, that certainly factors into his play. Much like Jay says, you know, we loosely throw superstar, star, great all out there. I think with him, 
he's right in that in-between sort of star, but not a superstar in the middle. And at some point, he's going to take off to a whole nother level. Again, like Jay said, when you have guys like Kyrie Irving in the mix that's there, you come to a team, it's not your team. Unlike a Luka in Dallas, there was nothing there. So immediately, I was drafted. This is my team, no matter what, whether it's good or bad, it all falls on my shoulders. When you're trying to find your place in in Boston with other dominant players around you, you don't really have an understanding yet. You're trying to figure out, do I take the shot? Do I do this? And, you know, so you kind of walk on eggshells to a point where last night, clearly he was the best player on the floor and he could feel that. So he took control of that. Second half was really where they took off and they end up winning the game big 118 100 to move on to play the Nets again. To the first the first half went the Wizards were up 54 52. It was a two point game. Beal didn't play great. He, clearly the hamstring was bothering him. Russell Westbrook, who we've been talking about, who's been outstanding in the second half of the season, has not been, really was not that same player either, lacking something. Now, they stay alive. They will move on to play the Pacers to see if they get the eighth seed and the 76ers. But on the Tatum conversation, let's do straight talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless, because there has been criticism of him, of the Celtics. Like we mentioned, we talked about it yesterday. The Celtics have been a disappointment this whole season. They've been through a lot, but questions about, and we said it, if they lost this game last night, do you ask, is this, this is the end for Brad Stevens? And again, what of the young stars in Tatum and Brown? Are they ready to take that step to lead their teams to be superstars, which what you expect them to be? Tatum, after the game, did address that criticism. Um, I don't really get caught up in, you know, those who think I am a superstar and those, those that don't. You know, what does that really mean? I know that uh, my teammates, you know, I've earned their respect. I've earned the respect of the guys that I play against um, and the coaches. And, you know, I believe myself, and that's that's all that matters. That's straight talk, by Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. Jay? This is starting to make me a little bit angry at 6 o'clock. I, I don't want this conversation to shift like, well, what is Jason Tatum doing to elevate his team? He's having 50 in the playing game. He's dropping 60 against San Antonio. He's dropping 44 against Golden State, 55 against Minnesota. I mean, damn, what, what do you need Jason Tatum to do? It, it all falls on Jason Tatum's shoulders to be the guy that elevates the Boston Celtics each and every night. And I, I, yeah, but, it does. Yeah, because not. of what you just said. But because he's not. dropping – because he can give you a 50 on a given night because he is their star player. He's their nope. young star player. Nope. Everybody else not is gone. Watch, There's no other veteran leadership on this team anymore. All the veterans that were around to, to take care of that when he was younger – I know he's only 23, but still, he's the guy they're all looking at. And it's Boston. Their expectations are a lot higher. Okay, you've been here enough. You've been here long enough. You've been through playoff success. Somebody's got to emerge now, and he's the guy they're looking at. So let me ask you this. Uh, Luca. the reason why Luca's able to demand that kind of authoritative role with his team, the ball is always in his hands, Right. Jason Tatum has to get the ball. Now, there's still Kimball Walker. Kimball Walker is supposed to be extremely dynamic. He's been plagued by injuries this year. You don't have Jalen Brown. I mean, I'm not saying that this hasn't been a disappointing season. I'm not. But I'm not putting all that on the shoulders of Jason Tatum. I'm looking at Brad Stevens. I'm looking at Danny Ainge before I look at Jason Tatum in his fourth year, who's averaging 27 points, shooting 46% from the field. Like, who's 
having a, a crazy year, considering he's had COVID this year. Has there been struggles for him? Yes. But I, I don't put it on the young player and say, hey, you're the guy just carry this franchise and get them to heights they've never been to before. Like that, It ha- does happen with the team that you're on and the coaching that you have and the GM that's in that place too now. He shows me maturity right there in his presser, how he answered that question. That's maturity to me. How? Because he doesn't worry about the naysayers, the noise outside of the building. He cares about his teammates, the respect that he gets from the players in the league, the coaches, and the little lucky charm dude in the side of the check in the corner. Mm-hmm. That's all he cares about. He doesn't care about the outside noise, which is important to have your sanity when you play professional sports. Because if you get wrapped up into the outside noise, he's got to be a superstar or he's got to carry the team and he must do it. This is the reason why he scored 50. He's, he's 27 points a game, 46% of the field. This is what he needs. You get caught up in that, you lose, you, you lose your whole sideline or where you need to go. And, he, and, and I just See, like the fact that he addressed it at the level that he addressed it. See, at. Alan, how many games has Marcus Smart played this year? He's been banged up, too. 48. Yeah, and he okay. got hurt again last Kimba, night. Kimba, 43. Mm-hmm. Okay, Robert Williams, 52. He was out for a long time. Tristan Thompson was out for a while. I mean, this team doesn't really have a bench anymore. Like, There's a lot of questions where just uh, I'm not saying, hey, Jason Tatum, just take us there. A lot of personnel questions and injuries and things that this team has faced this year. I get it, and I'll just leave it at this. This is, though, what we do in the NBA. When you're the best player on your team and you've been sort of like middling throughout the year – the pressure goes on you. It's, okay, well, you've got to raise your team. You've got to do it. That always comes with it. And it's not a bad thing because it means that we do respect your game. We see you as somebody that should be able to carry a franchise. You could be a star, but a franchise player is a much different level, and that's what people are expecting out of Jason Tatum. So, again, that is the beginning of the NBA play-in, and that's what happened last night, a 50-point performance by a young player in the NBA. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. Just getting started. So there's two of the ga- two of the game's biggest superstars, speaking of franchise players, they're on the same stage tonight in the NBA play-in. Steph, LeBron, the Western Conference play-in, and we'll talk about that next. KJZ, ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Obviously, we're going to start with the Lakers and Warriors. We got to play Lakers basketball. We got to defend at a high rate. We're playing, in my opinion, the MVP of our league this year and Steph. So, our team is rolling, playing great basketball. We're not going to this game thinking it's going to be easy. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
What does your rivalry with LeBron mean to you? Our careers are connected because we play at the highest level. You expect greatness, and that's the part I've enjoyed so much about playing in finals against him. It just brings out another level of intensity and excitement. We got to be prepared for everything that they have. They got championship DNA as well. They know what it takes and what it feels like to be a pressure game. We got to be ready for that opportunity and for that pressure. Let's go! KJZ ESPN Radio, and tonight you get the matchup. A little Star Wars action tonight. Warriors-Lakers, that's the 10 o'clock game. And yes, you can see it on ESPN TV, also hear it on ESPN Radio. That'll be for the seventh seed in the West. You also have Spurs-Grizzlies at 7.30, also on ESPN and ESPN Radio as well. The winner of that will play the loser of Lakers-Warriors, and that is tonight. And Alan, can I, can I say something yeah. top? It's so funny to me because, and I know people on the radio don't see what we're running on TV, but you see LeBron James. Like they can this, on ESPN too. Yeah, this this physical specimen, right? When he blocks Andre Iguodala's shot, yeah. right? His left hand is literally touching the backboard first as he's still rising to block the shot at the top of the square. It's like swimming. So we, we, we show that, right? You're like, damn, LeBron. And then we show Steph when Steph hits a three and he raises his shirt. He got no abs, but it's like, Jeez. but just two superstars though, in completely different ways. But that's why I think people rock out with Steph so hard. You know why? I see Steph, I'm like, damn, okay, I, I can feel like I can be Steph. Like he's relatable. You know what I mean? And then like, you look at people and go, no, you can't. No, you can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Everybody that. wants to be him because oh, he's six two, six three. You know, like everyday person's height, and you're like, no, you uh, can't. You can't shoot you the can't. rock the way you yeah, can. You can't do that. But it wasn't funny. Was that a tribute to Baron Davis when he pulled the shirt up? Uh, you remember when Boom did I that? I do when he did that. Like, yeah, after that dunk. He did that dunk, right? All the time. Yeah. And he pulled his shirt Who was up that dunk shirt? on? That was a, a leaner on somebody that he Somebody caught. on the Mavericks. Somebody, R.I.P. Yeah. One of my worst scouting moments of my life. Seeing Baron, Baron Davis the first Baron time. I scouted Davis in high school. Didn't I got it, it wrong. <laughs> got it wrong. Well, I mean, I told Jay all the time. I said, man, and I tell BD, because we're good friends, obviously, from L.A. And so we always joke. I'm like. I just didn't. Yo, when you see BD, though, in high school, you're like, eh. Yeah, I was like, eh. Really? Jason yeah, and Jerry. BD was a little bit. So, I saw, heavy. I he saw Jason bit, and yeah, Jared Collins. They, they played against. We went to the game. Right. It was the Martin Luther King Classic at the Poly Pavilion. And I'm sitting with my agent, and he's trying to sell me on it. Like, no, not going to. No. No. You ain't selling me on that. Wow. Like about four years later. I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah, he was <laughs> it was not. against Korolenko. He was a good. That was oh a dunk. God, yeah, you take that was a dunk. Go. Yeah. Oh my God! AK. I forgot about him. And he was a yeah. He, AK forty seven. Yeah. He was a great defender too. So that's a hell of a dunk on him. I, he's one of my favorite guys. Like nickname. to cover. Yeah. He was. He Probably was a lot of best fun. nickname. <laughs> that's yeah. what I say. Yeah. No, you don't think Probably, so? Not right uh, now. Well, I, well, I, so, so I know. But so like, I naturally right said it. I naturally said it in talkback. Evans like probably we we no. No, it's not. This that was AK. I know. Just AK. Didn't age well. That didn't age well. Probably not great right now. Didn't. Well, not the, the best. The ironic thing was the guy couldn't shoot the basketball. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, All right, you know. move along. All right. Let's go. I mean, it just worked Lakers, that way. Lakers, what I said. Warriors, <laughs> play Jay tonight. Zubin brought to you by attorneys Cordell and Cordell. Fair divorce yeah, for men. To Call 1-866-DADS-LAW. <laughs> so, anyways, when it comes to the play-in tournament, maybe we didn't get the sizzle as much as we wanted to last night, but tonight, especially with Warriors-Lakers, we should get it. Mike Breen, he certainly is all in on the play-in tournament. Here he is with Greeny. When I first heard about it, um, I was like, why are we doing this? Um, we have enough teams already in the playoffs. 
but I have completely done a 180. Uh, I, I thought it made the last couple of weeks of the regular season maybe the best couple of weeks to end a regular season we've had in a long time, if of all time, because so many games, night after night, so many games, uh, there were uh, teams that had something to play for. So it, it, it did work because you think about the tournament itself is supposed to be fun to watch because of single elimination, although no one told the Hornets last night. But we did have, as I mentioned before, going into the final day, 17 of the last 20 seeds were undecided. You had two-thirds of the league involved, which is a big deal because now instead of talking about tanking and positioning in the lottery, there were teams that were still pretty much alive going into the final week of the regular season. So for Adam Silver and the owners, was this a success already? Huge success. It gives me a level of intrigue that I never had towards the end of the regular season. I typically check out, and I follow basketball every day for a living. Right, like, all right, let's just get to the playoffs yep. and start the excitement already. But now I have LeBron James or Steph Curry. What do they know out west? Because the Lakers only minus five. Like, minus five. Like, that's that's interesting little area right there to play with, right? Um, and Steph can go off. And if Steph happens to get it done tonight, mm. his legacy builds to an incredible nature, right? I mean, his legacy is already on a different stratosphere. Yeah. And then we actually have the conversations about the Lakers in an elimination game. Like a one game, they'll still be technically, the favorite. Yeah, technically this is an elimination because they do they stay alive for one more, but but still it puts a lot of pressure on them. But certainly not something that Key wants to talk about right now. But just to have just these the thought guys, of just to have these Lakers guys in the game, game though. Yes. To have these guys in the game uh, is obviously a huge showcase for the league, and it makes yeah, you feel like you know you're a Knicks fan. It's, yeah, it's only got the fourth seed. You're right. Didn't yeah, you have guys to, are good. You didn't guys have are to fine. play in, so I wouldn't know anything about a play-in tournament, <laughs> at least not yet. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. We were talking about this about players who have to win. What about teams that have to win this year? All things considered, championship or bust, who would that be this season? Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. The NBA play-in tournament on ESPN Radio. Tune in tonight. The Grizzlies host the Spurs, as I mentioned, followed by Warriors at the Lakers. It's presented by Indeed. Coverage begins 7 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. Are you a little bit nervous? Even a little bit nervous? Lakers. No, I'm, I'm really not as long as we're healthy. Well, that's the as long as we're healthy Nobody thing. gets any weird tweaks or all of a sudden they get a hangnail and they can't play. <laughs> none of that. None of that. Just do what we do. I think LeBron James understands the moment. He gets it. He does the AD. But I think with that, as long as – only way AD doesn't show up is if he gets hurt. Mm-hmm. That's the only way. If he's on the floor with LeBron, he's going to show up. Have you watched him in the playoffs as a Laker? Yes. He's dominated. Yes. He's dominated. So, I'm not worried about that. It's all about staying healthy. And Steph could – it's going to take more than, than, than 50, though, right? I mean, he's got to – because if he gives you 50, what is everybody else around him giving you? Like, if we spotted him 50, what are you getting from Wiggins and Draymond and the other cast of characters that are around him? You That's fe- the problem, because we can, get, we can get 60 from our two guys and some from the other guys. You know, you know who's the bigger impact player to me in this series, oh, in this series, in this game for the Warriors? Draymond Green. Mm. Because if anybody – you mentioned LeBron. LeBron. Be That's Brown. the one question is who's going to slow him down. Well, Dre's had a history of playing against him, knows him well, 
And that's going to be the most important piece because you figure Steph's got to have a big game. It's a big moment, right? He's got to have that big game. Draymond's the guy, though, that you're wondering, can he be an X factor and at least making this close to a point where if you come down to a last possessions, maybe the needle points towards the Warriors only because of Steph and his shot-making ability. I right? hope Steph is resting because they, they're going to chase him everywhere. Alex Caruso and KCP, everywhere. Yeah, the they have to. They have right. to. I want to remind everybody, by the way, speaking of Adam Silver in the play-in, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver will be on the show, 9-15 Eastern on Friday. A really good get. be great to talk to him. So one F- NFL franchise likely won't be swimming in the Aaron Rodgers pool. Hard to believe, but true. But Key says, well, they should be. And that's after he gives us a little straight talk. It's time for some straight talk. Sure, saving money feels good, but cutting your wireless bill in half, that feels really good. Like a walk-off home run in the ninth inning good? Okay, Maybe not that damn good, but pretty darn good, I must say, Jay. With Straight Talk, you can get 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than the other guys. Plus, no contract, all on America's best networks. Why pay a whole lot? <laughs> when you can pay half. I like that. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Spoke to a team source who said the Packers have engaged with Aaron Rodgers and his representatives and they will continue to try to do so. We want him back in the worst way. I know he knows that. We'll continue to work at it each and every day. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's l e c t r i c ebikes.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, yes, we move into the NFL conversation. Always about the quarterbacks and the young quarterbacks. How about this tweet from Adam Schefter, guys? (laughs) Yeah, that's all right. They are. We'll we'll get into that later. Yeah, there's a lot more to talk about on that conversation, the diva conversation with quarterbacks. But Adam Schefter tweeted this. So Joe Burrow, the Bengals quarterback, going into his second season, underwent reconstructive left knee surgery in December. Schefter saying he's all systems go 
for the regular season opener on September 12th against the Vikings. So he's ready to go. He's going to play. And that's good news for the Bengals, of course, and a young quarterback in the league that everybody's pretty excited about and what they can do going forward is he has somebody that he knows very well to throw to um, in Jamar Chase. He has that history with him. They decided to go that route, and we kicked that around a little bit, whether that was the right decision or not. But clearly he was involved somewhat in that decision, right, Kate? He must have been – you know, whether or not he made the final decision, who knows, but they probably checked the temperature with him on oh, that, absolutely. right? absolutely. You're going to – I mean, because he played with him. He kind of yeah. knows the university. There's a little bit of intel. Just to say, oh, what type of kid is he? Does he study hard? Does he work hard? All that sort of stuff. That's good that he'll be bouncing back and he'll have some chemistry with a guy. The problem, again, we talked about it is, are you throwing on your back or are you throwing standing straight up? Mm-hmm. That's, that's going to be the key. Uh, I know offensively they retool the offensive line to a degree, so they feel good about the offensive line. I probably would have taken Penny Sewell with the pick and gotten, if I wanted an explosive receiver, found me one at some point later on in the draft, but Cincinnati decided to do something different. They're in an interesting situation, right, because Pittsburgh is potentially down a sliver. just depends on what they want to do. Maybe the Steelers decide that they want to be – Heavy run because of Najee Harris and take a lot of pressure off Big Ben and get to that philosophy and Mike Tomlin's specialty of building the defense. On the other side, when you look at Cleveland, we all know what Cleveland is. Jay Will thinks that they could obviously go and challenge Kansas City and maybe make it to the Super Bowl amongst other people. And then you got the Baltimore Ravens that went out and, and, and found themselves a plethora of wide receivers to go along with Lamar Jackson to kind of get that thing going. So mm-hmm. you look at those three teams that I just mentioned, Cincinnati, where do they fall in that equation with Burrow? You want to be that team that's, that's trending up. Now, among the second-year quarterbacks. Man, that's, a hard, that's a hard division to find yourself oh, I, uh, in. Always is. <laughs> always As is. As are breaking down, I mean, obviously I knew all that, but just hearing somebody say, you're like, and okay, yeah. all right, all right. Since and, 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 you're trying to trend up can. as a young team, and you got to deal with a Browns team that's almost ready, a Ravens, you, a Ravens team. team that's already seems to be ready, yeah. and a Steelers team that might be trending down, but always seems to be good well, enough they know what to they do. Yeah, yeah, Mike yeah, Tomlin's yeah. never been less than 500 in yeah. his coaching tenure with Pittsburgh, so they know what to do for sure, 100. percent Eight eight eight. Say ESPN. I'm sorry, Jay. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven. Just want just want to throw it out to the callers. So we're asking this question as well when it comes to the NFL. The second-year quarterbacks that make the biggest leap. So we talked about Joe Burrow. Uh, obviously, Justin Herbert had a great year. How about Jalen Hurts becoming the starter full-time in Philadelphia? And then there's Tua Tonga Viola. And I thought this was interesting yesterday. We had Jeff Darlington on. And he said something that caught my attention. I texted Evan right away when, when I heard it because it, it seemed like one of those things that you feel, is that real? Listen to what he says about – Tua, the Dolphins, and whether or not they'd be in on potentially, because they have all the assets to do it, trading for Aaron Rodgers. The Dolphins, while they respect Aaron Rodgers, and I get the sense that they really do love him, uh, they they have been pretty adamant about not mortgaging their plan, not, not altering what they tried to put into place uh, over the next several years to, uh, to get them – it was the same way when Deshaun Watson, before the allegations were made against Watson that have him obviously in a lot of uh, hot water off the field, this, it was the same thing. They didn't want to mortgage their future and the plan that they've put in place and give up on Tua just yet. So before I get your take on that, guys, <laughs> Brian Flores uh, said this on the Joe Rose show in Miami. It's WQAM 560. He said he's more comfortable. This is up Tua. He's more comfortable 
with just his surroundings, more comfortable being in the huddle, giving his cadence, going through his communication, those little things that nobody really talks about. He said this. He said he feels much more comfortable doing those things. I think having a year under his belt will really help him. All this is great. It sounds it sounds great. They believe in Tua. They should believe in Tua. A year under center, learning from a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick, watching how he builds his cadence, how he does all the in, uh, the, the nuances of the game. I get all that. Uh, but at the same time, like I, Key, I'm not going to sit up here and say that if Deshaun Watson, before all this stuff, all these allegations started to happen, and we're still finding out more details about that, that they wouldn't make a move for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> if you're having somewhat of questions about Tua long-term, or Aaron Rodgers, like – that's great to uh, keep progressing in case we don't land a guy like Aaron Rodgers. But let's not act like if they had an opportunity to get Aaron Rodgers, they're going out and they're getting Aaron Rodgers. I need Aaron Rodgers on that team. That's a team that can win now with mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. I'm not sure if they can win now to the level I want to win right now with Tua, maybe in time. Or ever. Or ever. Well, I, I think when, when you listen to or you read what Coach Flores is saying about Tua's progress and he's more comfortable and – more comfortable doing what? He ain't even played a game yet. What, what a mini camp? So more, comfortable, be- more comfortable being in the huddle with the surroundings, going through communication, he little things. Last year. When? When? Last year? Yeah, just saying the overall he's, experience. No, no, no. He's, more, he's only been in the league, Jay, for the 16 games. And he, and he, he, split, time, yeah. and he split time with Ryan Fitzpatrick. All I'm doing, you know me, I'll dive deep into what they say. Because the offseason just started, and they really haven't been on the field, so I'm kind of – it's coach speak. I get it. Much like you said, though, if Aaron Rodgers is on line two, you're picking up the phone. Mm-hmm. Like, who are you fooling? I understand you don't want to rattle the cage with Tua because you have a young man who who needs to believe that you believe in him and not f- kind of flirting with all these other quarterbacks because there were rumors out there about Deshaun Watson potentially uh, in a trade to uh, uh, Tua to Houston, him to Miami, here's the picks, those sort of things. That noise has kind of quieted down since the allegations and everything's gone on with Deshaun. But you can't tell me. can't tell me. You're not going to sell me if Green Bay picked up the phone and Aaron Rodgers said, I want to play in Miami, that you're not going to say, who do you want? And they say, well, we'll take Tua and something else that you're going to not give Tua a plane ticket. In fact, you're going to give him the owner's plane to (laughs) go to Green Bay. And in in an interim – you're going to pick up Aaron Rodgers and bring him back to Miami. So, and that's the right thing I don't for them expect, yeah. to do because they can compete in the AFC East at the highest level and potentially could give Kansas City, Buffalo, oh, yeah. Baltimore, all the Clevelands Absolutely. a run for their money come playoff time. Aaron Rodgers makes you that much better. Absolutely. Would Aaron Rodgers want to go to Miami, though? South Beach? No. I mean, I, mean, I, don't know. I mean, if you're there with Buffalo, I mean. They granted, got some pieces. You got pieces, but you? I mean. What, are the pieces and you have a better opportunity in Denver? Is Denver more ready to win a Super Bowl than Miami is? I think I, they. I, I personally think they're about the same. Yeah, I was just going to say they're that. about okay. the same with him. With him, you plug him in, they're about the same. And same conference, so you're not talking about any difference yeah, yeah, other no, than yeah, still have to asking. get through. Mahomes. What do you What do you got to give up? That is an interesting piece for both of them, player wise. Yeah. Like the quarterback. Okay, in Denver, you giving me back Drew Locke. Okay, yay. Yeah. And then what else are you giving me? Right? I mean, and, and then when you look at it, and we'll have Mark Slarathon later on with us, and he could discuss the Aaron Rodgers of Denver possibility. But when you think about Miami, okay, you're giving me two back. Okay, that's young. 
He, he's got maybe some bright future ahead of him. Right. And then you got a couple other pieces maybe that I could but he also has get a, you. He also has stockpiled draft picks. With, with Greer has done that. Yeah. He's stockpiled all these picks. So you, if you're Green Bay, that's the better place to go anyway because you can really reset your franchise through the draft. Yeah, but I Which is what they do anyway. That's their history. Well, I guess you've got Jordan Love there. So if you really believe in Jordan Love because you drafted him. You have Love and Tua and let them fight it out. Love and Tua fight it out. And which one wins? The other one you can move and mm-hmm. get a pick for him? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. You Not know, necessarily like, a high pick, but just something. But Miami would be a great landing spot for Aaron Rodgers. It seems to make sense. Now, just again, it's not what Flores said. I would expect a coach to talk up his young quarterback publicly mm-hmm. right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. That's what, yeah. It's more what Darlington said because that's him talking to people. That's sources. And for him to say that caught my attention. Like, so sources are even saying, like, even if Aaron Rodgers was available, probably not. Like, they're really happy with really? Tua. And I just found that to be like <laughs> – like even so, like they're even saying that internally, like that's hard to believe. If you if it's if it's one person or two people sending the message, that's the message you're gonna get. They want when you that have too many there. locker room lawyers. The message gets all kind of screwed up and be out there floating. If you got a couple people that's saying the same thing, oh, we're happy with Tua, we're happy with Tua. Meanwhile. We're trying to figure out how to fit Aaron Rodgers in our plans. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Joining us right now, let's bring Kimberly Martin into the conversation here, our ESPN NFL reporter on the Goodyear Hotline. Good morning, Kimberly. Good morning, guys. What do you think? Do you, do you hear the same thing from Miami, that, that they are all in on Tua, that even with the possibility, like Jeff Darlington said, even with the outside chance of a Aaron Rodgers being available, that they'd be all set instead with Tua? Yeah, because Tua is their guy right now. <laughs> you know, um, I think you have to do it. Like you were saying, Alan, you have to at least show confidence in Tua right now. I think they are what we saw in the draft, adding Waddle, like, like, the, like the Notre Dame offensive lineman, Eichenberg. Like adding these pieces is good for Tua right now. And I think especially coming off last year where you had Tua bench twice, late in games, in favor of Fitzmagic, where, you know, I got to be honest. I got to be honest. I I wasn't sure if uh, that was going to work. But but I think right now you need to sort of build around Tua, and and if anything changes, then, as we've seen, teams will change course very quickly. Kim, which one of these second-year quarterbacks are going to make a major leap? Is it Burrow, Herbert, Hurts? Tua? Uh, that's a great question. I think hopefully all of them, but my money's on Justin Herbert. I mean, we saw him set the rookie touchdown record with 31 touchdowns. Um, I think he was inconsistent, but I, what we're able to see, gutsy plays when the pocket is breaking down, like he's escaping pressure. Like he, that kid – made some really good throws, even though he was inconsistent at times, even though this is a new head coach, new offensive coordinator, that change can slow down a QB's development. But think about it, guys. We weren't sure. Like, we might not have seen 
Justin Herbert had Tyrod Taylor not been injured by their own team doctor. Yeah. Like, just imagine <laughs> how long Herbert could have been sitting on the bench. Like, maybe not that much longer, but maybe we don't see him at all. But what we're able to see, glimpses of, I don't want to use the hyperbole of greatness or anything like that, but this kid, he's nice. And I expect the Chargers, based on what they did in the draft, the, the offensive line improvements with Rashawn Slater and Corey Lindsley. Like, I think this team is ready to take the next step, and I see Herbert being that guy that's going to take him there. It's amazing. Anthony Lynn was saying, right, he wasn't ready. They weren't mm. going to go to him. They wasn't ready to play. And all it took was a needle <laughs> to get him to play. <laughs> yeah, well, right. Well, but I think, you know, if if you're a head coach, you want to – you come in with Tyrod, you come with the veteran. I'm, I'm fine with Q, young QB sitting. I'm of that mindset. I, I want them to sit and marinate a little bit until it's necessary for them to get out there. Um, but, you know, again, we talk, you guys were talking about coach speak. Um, I think Anthony Lynn knew Justin Herbert was special. It's just a matter of when we'd see him. Kim, what was your reaction to the former general manager, Ron Wolf's comments about quarterbacks being divas in this day and age when they've always been divas, in my opinion? <laughs> well, you know the first person I thought of when oh, I was Oh, stop. Don't start. Don't start. Don't start. So. But, but, um, no, I, you know what? I got to be honest. That, that really upset me. That really did. Because I feel like I've heard from some people in the league similar sentiments of, you know, when I played the game, when we played the game, we just, you know, we didn't complain about guys being drafted. You know, we just went out there and played. Like, that's how we did it. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. That's how it used to be. But if we're going to praise the league and owners and the commissioner for, you know, the evolution of the game and revolutionizing the game and how the upgrades to the game. Why do we, why do fans and front office people feel some type of way when players are saying, oh, it's business now. Like, it's fine if you don't honor my contract. I have to just eat it. I have to understand it's a game. But when I want to use my leverage, when I want to say, hey, you GM, you head coach, you guys are, you know, sending us in a particular direction. I, I'm the star here. Like, I, like you guys are steering the ship, but we don't move unless I move. So I want to have some input. I see nothing wrong with players wanting to exact their leverage. I mean, Alan knows me. Like, I'm all about players using their leverage when they have it. Only a certain few, like a Brady, like a Rogers, like a Russell, and obviously Deshaun before all that other stuff, um, have that sort of leverage. Uh, but for that select few... Let them use their power and, and more power to them. I, I just love it. Those who could see it on ESPN, too, the eye roll by Kmart when he brought up the diva thing. <laughs> well, he wrote a book. Give me the damn ball. It was Shut the hell up, Jay. Tremendous. I, I, I was just I plugging mean, your book. Listen, what are you talking I, about? I didn't write the book. I just didn't write the plugging book. Plugging yeah, the book. Right, That's right, all right. I was doing. What does it mean? I was plugging the book. Because I wrote a book. So what? Big deal. I mean, I wrote a book, too. I didn't say you were a diva. I just said you wrote a no, book. No, you slid that in trying to be slick. Today on the show, we have an expert on divas. Trying to use the Duke education. <laughs> I know what you're doing. On how to be a diva. <laughs> well, whatever. Kimberly, I own it. And Thank you for starting the fight on the show just by a simple eye roll. Thanks for joining Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin, Kim. <laughs> it's good talking to you guys. As always. Kimberly A. Martin on there was, a, year there was an emphasis on on the uh, Keyshawn there. You see uh, that? On the fact that his name was first. first. I think there might have been an emphasis on yes, that. Yes, I told her, Diva. thanks for joining Keyshawn. <laughs> Jay Will and Zubin. Some people just know their value. You know, I don't need to yell it. You just know the value. Right.
You just, you just know bring it. it every day. You just you know it. You're this there. Thing, that's you, so funny. You come to your one locker. You have all your stuff. And you put in the work. Jay, it's so funny, though, to listen to people when they say diva. The first thing they do is they start dictionary or diva, pitcher, key shot. Like, stop. Is it? Like stop! Up, actually, they yeah. stay. They stay trying to put me in that box. Miriam, you gotta stop it. You know, people what's funny? even on. I was so bored at the game last night. I just decided to look through our social media on the show. Uh-oh. Like some of the comments that people were making, it's like you've never met me. You don't know. One guy goes, "You got kicked off the 2003 team and this, that, and the other." And I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Evan wow. looked up the, uh, the actual dictionary definition of diva. Just so everybody listening and watching can know, this is literally what it means, Evan. A famous female opera singer. Mm-hmm. So now I'm a female. Is that what you're there's, there's also a opera Just saying you can hit those high notes. There's, there's also another one that says, this is from uh, Oxford, a self-important person who's temperamental and difficult to please. And then you looked at me. <laughs> I looked at Jay. No, you looked at me I looked with right your left. You I looked at me with he your did left eye. Not looking eye. at you at all. He looked right at me. Man, he looked. He looked that? at me with his left eye. I saw you out my right eye. Come on, man, stop. This is me you talking to. Alan, you didn't finish that. It's typically used of a woman. Well, that was in that was in parenthesis. I didn't think that was necessary. And then so an they example. <laughs> she is much more the dedicated maverick than the petulant diva. That's an example of used in a sentence. Whatever. Well, I, I still don't like I'm happy with my life. Cater towards women. I think that's BS. You think a diva can be a, yes. men? Men yes. are definitely we need to, It's as well. 2021. Let's revamp. Let's revamp Jay. the definition. Dictionary. Jay. Are you catch up to the damn times. Come on now. Are you a diva? Am I a diva? No. Some would argue different, but that's okay. I'm not going to tell you who. You would argue different? No, are you. I are you a diva in your life at work? Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Though on the many topics we've discussed so far this hour, let's take some calls. John is in Birmingham. Hey, John. What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Good. What's up, Jay? Big J? Hey, man. So uh, I think that the far as the NBA question, as far as the team with the most pressure, I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm saying Milwaukee uh, Bucks because Giannis has won back-to-back MVPs and won Defensive Player of the Year last year. He got the key pieces. Uh, I think it's important that he wins because you look at the Nets, like you, your guys were saying yesterday, you look at the Nets, they're there. You know, if they can stay healthy, then you got the Knicks coming up. And then you also got Celtics there, you know, with their issues, you know, but they're still there. And then as far as, you know, the player with the most pressure, I don't think it, LeBron has anything left to prove unless he wants to improve his legacy. I agree. But I think the player with the most pressure to me is uh, James Harden. You know, James Harden has been there almost every year in the playoffs and has yet to scratch the surface of the NBA Finals. And uh, he has the, the pieces now. I think he has the most pressure. Yeah, I think he's got a two-year window, though, at least. So I don't know if there's pressure immediate. But the Bucks, that's the great point. Because Giannis has done everything. There's nothing left for him to do other than now you win that championship and you can get your status elevated. But right now he's still sort of great player. But is he that superstar leading his team to a championship? See, uh, if James Harden and these guys fail to make the NBA Finals, I think it, the attention turns to the team. Like, look at this team compiled of Kyrie, KD, James Harden. Well, he's Danny, the maestro of that I team. I understand that. When he I plays. Said, I feel like there's – it feels like they're the dimension of Giannis. Like, it's Giannis in Milwaukee. Milwaukee is Giannis. Giannis is Milwaukee. That's, it's a little bit of a different thing. 
Yeah, I, I, but I'm with you in the James Harden pressure. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, but don't you think that at least they have a bit of a window, right? Yeah, they they have at least like they. they it's not like this year, this year or, or next nothing. Year. If the Bucks don't win this year, we start to now side eye them. Like, all right, like we don't. Yeah, they, they, the Nets are much like Miami. When they came together, they get a pass in year one. If they win it, great. But they kind of get a pass. Let's talk about a former MVP who set an NBA record this year but something missing on his resume as well. We'll discuss. KJZ, ESPN Radio.